welcome the Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Tuesday, the 20th of June, and it is hot, 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 and it's only getting hotter. Matter of fact, what? All-time record high. We tied it. It was a tie. All-time record high. Now, depending on where you live, so Phoenix 118, but we are hotter in some of the other cities. I, I want to say uh, as high as 119, 120 in a couple of places. And it looks like today, 119, possibly 120. And again, some people are going to be 120. It's so hot, planes can't take off. <laughs> right? Now, I think it's only for certain hours, like from 3 to 6, or the, the hottest part of the day, Sky Harbor is going to, have some issues where I and I did not know this, but 118 is the number. At 118 degrees, certain aircraft. I don't think it's all every plane, but but the smaller ones, yeah, no go, no go. They were shut down. I know they shut down yesterday. They're shutting them down again today. They're shutting them down again tomorrow, and it is hot, hot, hot. We are here. We are live. Wendy is here. Um, since today's, or, you know, Wendy's on the semi-retired list, and she only works a couple of days. So we look at she's coming in here. That's never a good thing. And um, she's going to have a birthday this week. Friday, I'm going to be eligible for Social Security. Okay. Early, well, early, early. Early. Okay. You wanted to clarify how you know. Right, so yes. essentially, you told that I can say it now. Right. I I don't have to say forty nine again. I can say you're going to be sixty two. I'm going to be sixty two. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. I made it. And and <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to get through this next few know, these next few days. So we uh wow. Well, I was when I came in this morning. I told Joe when I left yesterday at three o'clock. I got in my car. And it said 130. Well, you, you know what somebody's going to do? Someone's going to put like a steak or a roast in there right. in the car, right? And let it, you know, slow cook for for a couple of days. I saw on Facebook someone was baking cookies. <laughs> there you write cookies and right. egg. Those right. that's easy. Yeah. yeah, we need more. We need something better than that. Yeah, a nice juicy steak would be good. <laughs> by the time I got home, it said 120. Yeah, it was hot. It was hot. It really was. And right now, it's it's 9 o'clock our time. It is 100 degrees. Out. It was 100, over 100 degrees, like 7, oh, after 7, 8 o'clock last night. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it was, right. yeah, it was hot. Yeah, it's, it's hot, and, and nobody... And I'm going to say this. Right. I still love it here. I it's still it. not that bad. I, I mean, don't go outside. Don't get me wrong. Don't go outside. Right, right. But 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 it's better than, you know, living in cold backies. That's right. I haven't shoveled snow once. So yeah. uh, it's going to be over by the weekend. I heard the weekend will get that back down. You know, see, like 110 is not that big of a deal. No. It's and I know it's hard for some people to understand. I, 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 right. And why 8, 9, 10 degrees hotter, but it's a huge, it's dangerous now. Right. It's a big difference. I don't even like to walk down to get the mail because you can't hardly even breathe. It does. It kind of takes your breath away, doesn't it? Like digging your head. Well, I I will say this. We've been working very, very hard. We're going to do something uh, today uh, because it's so hot. It's a good special. 
We're we're it's, gonna it's take really you're, right, you're gonna take we're gonna take everyone's breath away. That's how good it is. Right. You're not gonna want to miss it. We had two different Fed governors come out and talk today as well. Very very interesting. You know, I've been trying to piece this thing together, and I'm starting to get uh, more and more of the pieces of the puzzle put together. And uh, I'll have to thank the Boston Federal Reserve President, Eric Rosengren. He was actually talking overseas. Uh, We also heard from Fed Governor Evans as well. We're going to tell you what both of them had to say. If you have uh, some form of an annuity, you're probably going to want to pay closer attention today. And this is just one of these things now where it's starting to get creepy. You know, and I keep talking about how they can't find these bubbles and they can't see them, and and I don't understand because no one has more data than the Federal Reserve. And then, you know, you have to pay attention to speeches in Amsterdam. You have to pay attention to when they go to China or they're they're talking somewhere in Australia or they're going to this conference or that conference. You don't hear it on the mainstream media. It's not going to be covered. A matter of fact, Yesterday, they broadcast all over Dudley's comments, right? Because Dudley's comments mirrored what Janet Yellen said, and they wanted to, to put up the great big front to say everything's wonderful and don't and it's going to be okay. And then Evans and Rosengren come out today, and they get nothing. And there's a reason why they got nothing. And the reason why they got nothing is because they came out and basically gave a, a big, big warning out to everybody. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Don't raise the debt limit. Repeal it is now gaining traction. Uh, We can't forget we are, what, four to five, six weeks away from that. And the problem is Congress leaves in a couple weeks uh, for vacation. Now people are saying, hey, forget this debt limit ceiling thing. Let's just get rid of it. Who cares? The debts are going to blow up anyway, and, and let's just get on with it. And what that really means for the American taxpayer, and at least maybe the newest endangered species, people that that actually are not dependent upon the government. We got all that and so much more in one of the hottest specials ever to go with the hottest temperatures. I don't know if it'll break the record, but it's going to get right up next to it here in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, our toll-free number is 800-951-0592. Write it down. If you don't already have it memorized, you're going to want to call today. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. The website at allamericangold.com. You know, Ramon Ramon told me last week, he said, hey, maybe you shouldn't say when the new site's coming, because every time I say it, it never happens. And I actually thought we were going to be live today. Uh, but what we do, we, we're trying to work. It's actually not, we're ready. Uh, the, the new site, though, we have a, there's a, a, an issue with some security features that we insist need to be there. We, we want to make sure that we're 1,000% hack-proof. And I don't know that that's possible, but we want to be as secure as possible. 
I do know that. Uh, but here's I'm not going to talk about it again, but one of these days you're going to go out and the site's going to be the new site. And when you know it, that's when I'm going to know it, and that's all I'm going to say about it. But I, uh, the website, again, at allamericangold.com. A lot of talk about it. So right now, two, some big things have happened today. I'm going to talk about some of the smaller stuff. Uh, crude oil broke $44. It's actually broke 44 went through 43 It's now $42 in change. And uh, there was a big article in the Wall Street Journal talking about how oil companies adapt to a new low-price world. <laughs> and you're thinking, you know, it's been above 50 most of the year. And as you read the article, it tells you that most of these oil companies only make money in the 50 and $60 range. Some of them, some of them, and it's not very many, can make money at $40. Most of them cannot make money at 42 The problem is when we broke 44 there's a good chance we could break even 40 uh, And the answer is really simple. Oil's everywhere. Uh, it just is. Uh, and I and I think that's going to have a one again another one of these negative things. You think about okay, cars. We're in trouble. We know that, right? Car sales are off the highs. They're way off the highs. Matter of fact, it doesn't even barely get a snippet. Uh, General Motors today announced they're laying off a thousand more people, and it's eliminating a shift at its sedan plant in Kansas City, Kansas. And uh, part of an ongoing issue where there's just too many cars. Uh, Ford, not to be outdone, said, hey, by the way, 2019, get ready for your Chinese-made Ford. Uh, They said this morning it plans to move production of the Ford Focus from the United States to China, where it already makes the focus for Chinese buyers. Uh, add that to the list I, again. Now uh, they're getting smart. They they did tout, hey, we're spending money here and here in the U.S. But uh, yeah, no more Ford Focus uh, in the U.S. It's going over to China, and then the U.S. deficit, and this is the what they call the U.S. current account deficit. Okay, this is when they factor in every single dollar. Trade here and trade there and where everything goes. How much wealth left the United States? And this is a quarter-by-quarter number. This was the January to March number, uh, $117 billion uh, was the total account deficit for the quarter. So, you know, you do math, and you're like, okay, well, there's almost another half a trillion dollars uh, leaving the United States. Uh, And that was kind of some more of the economic data. So you think about cars are in trouble, more layoffs. Uh, They're already announcing longer shutdowns. Now they're shifting plants. They're moving car production out of the U.S. Ford announcing that the focus is now going to be made in China starting in 2019. And then you think about housing, right? Housing's been slumping. And the one bright spot left was probably the expansion of the oil companies pumping crude again. 
Matter of fact, we're on pace to hit an all-time record high of over 10 million barrels. And if they take that shoe out of the economy, I don't know how much really is left, how much the waitresses and waiters can really carry the economy. Uh, But that was out today. But the big news came from the two Federal Reserve governors that were talking today. And this is what you want to pay attention to. In a speech in Amsterdam, co-sponsored by the Central Bank of Sweden in the Netherlands. Listen, I'll go anywhere. Boston Fed President Eric Rosengren said that low interest rates do pose financial stability concerns. Now, that statement in itself, duh, right? Of course it does. But what he specifically talked about is what really be, really caught my eye. He said that the private sector and central bankers must take this risk Seriously, He said that the lower rates may be a more permanent feature on the economic landscape. So already Rosengren kind of what, breaking, breaking away slightly, because even Yellen and, and Dudley, even there, say, okay, you know, 2% probably as high as they can go. But here's what apparently Rosengren was worried about. He says that the the trend, as a result, financial firms such as insurance companies will need to factor in the possibility of lower rates, not higher rates, lower rates, particularly during the downturns and the flatter yield curves, and essentially a direct warning to all of the insurance companies. They're the ones that sell all the annuities. That's what they do. Right? And they promise what these returns, and, and of course the returns have been falling. It was eight and seven, six, you know, five, four, three, right, eventually... Uh, coming into nothing, and all of these annuities, right, they're they're not guaranteed. They say guaranteed, but they're not. They're only guaranteed until they can't pay anymore. And it was interesting to hear him talk about rates going lower again, and this is the thing that I think is really has me saying, look, I'm looking at all of this data. How can they not see this? Right? How can you not see the erosion in the credit, the erosion in the consumer, and, and the erosion in the major pillars, whether it be cars or housing, now autos, uh, the wall, or USA Today, small business borrowing, slowing. All of these things are pointing to what? I don't want to say it, but the, uh, the yard work. Right when you think about it, we're due. And now Rosengren, of course, he doesn't do it here. 
No, he goes over to Amsterdam. Listen, who pays attention in Amsterdam, right? Everybody's at the red light district doing their drugs, getting high, and all the other stuff. So no one's going to pay attention to that. He said central bankers must understand the financial stability concerns have implications for monetary policy the the responsiveness to negative shocks. And essentially what he's saying is, hey, we wanted to raise rates because we wanted to put some bullets in the gun because we're worried about the next shock that comes. We're going to have to what? We're going to have to go much, much farther. Right? Which means, you know, our rates got to zero here. And remember Dudley yesterday. I'm not worried. I'm not looking at the bond market because our yields are higher than everybody else's at a whopping 2.1%. And Rosengren comes out and says, yeah, it's nice, but it's not going to last. And we need to factor in greater macroeconomic risk. In other words, what he's saying is, hey, we're coming towards the end. Uh, then Evans came out, and, and Evans said essentially, hey, I was really okay with those first two hikes this year, uh, but now I'm starting to worry. And he's worried about inflation not being where it needs to be, that it's not picking up. And, of course, remember the inflation that they worry about. They don't worry about the inflation for you and me. I'll give you an example. New Mexico, right, every every week now, really, over the next several weeks, we're going to get all these states coming in uh, for health care. 80% increase in premiums. What are we going to do? <laughs> they don't care about that, though. They only care about inflation as it it relates to big business, right? If they felt like Amazon and Google and Apple had to pay more to employ people and and help, then they may be concerned. But as, as, as long as it's the average schmuck on the street, then they don't really care. Listen, they've proven that time and time again. I don't know why more people don't understand. Really, if I was part of the AARP movement, I would be protesting at the Federal Reserve every single week because they are robbing you blind. And Rosengren just came out over at Amsterdam and said, hey, guess what? We're going to keep doing it. And matter of fact, it's get ready because it's going to get worse. Evan says his support for another rate hike is no slam dunk. And he said that he's worried about the expectations and that they may be overstated. And and so now you're starting to get, what, the divide. And now I'm getting nervous. You know, and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about, you know, it's so hard to understand what message is going to get through and what message isn't. Right? And the message that they don't want to get through is what? Hey, guess what? Yeah, we, we, we said okay to the first couple of hikes, but now we're worried. 
and particularly one of them specific, he spe- specified the insurance industry. And, and, and you know, the Dow is down 30 points. Right. Again, nobody sees the bubble yet. There it is. Right? Crude oil uh, is ju- right now teetering right around 43 bucks. Right? 42 and change. And they're trying to act like it's going to be okay. And I think really ultimately at the end of the day, what it is that you're preparing for, it's not for right today. We're getting prepared for what is coming next. And the realities are what is coming next is going to be another massive shock to the system. Because quite honestly, you got to remember, what did they do to fix it? Really honestly ask yourselves, what did they really do? Did they fix systemic risk? No. They actually made it worse. Of course, what they did fix is who's going to pay for it, right? They fixed that to make sure that we would pay for it. Then they fixed the, you know what, the last time everybody got out of the market and started selling all their stuff, we're going to fix that, right? There's no getting out. And now maybe the clearest shot yet to the insurance companies. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to heat it up when we get back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. The Founding Fathers recognized that the U.S. Constitution should not be easily amended. Because of the great weight placed on the passage of constitutional amendments, there is an equally great weight behind the authority of amendments once they are passed. The authority is paramount to understanding the implications of what the Equal Rights Amendment would have done to the American system of government. Phyllis Schlafly understood this gravity better than most, which equipped her to write about the implications of ERA on religious freedom in her March 1975 Phyllis Schlafly Report. If ERA had passed, the prohibition of segregation based on sex would have been put at the same level of authority as the First Amendment protections on free speech and religious expression. Religious organizations and schools would have had the federal government dictate their view on men and women. Churches and synagogues would no longer be able to choose not to ordain women. Single-sex religious schools and colleges would lose their nonprofit status or become illegal altogether. Clearly, the ERA would have led to devastating federal encroachment into the religious practices of American citizens. Feminists never seem to mention that religious women were just plain out of luck if their religious convictions didn't line up with the feminist agenda. Federal encroachment on religious expression is the antithesis of American values. The issue today isn't whether religious institutions should be involved in politics— Likewise, the issue in 1975 wasn't about the ordination of women or single-sex schools. Regardless of your personal beliefs on these subjects, we should all agree that the federal government has no business regulating places of worship. While most conservatives seem to agree on this fact, liberals can't keep their positions straight. Where are those advocates of the supposed separation of church and state when the state wants to regulate the church? 
If laws like the Johnson Amendment can so devastate the faith community as an amendment to a law, one can only imagine the devastation the Equal Rights Amendment could have done as a part of the U.S. Constitution. We must never forget the incredible service Phyllis Schlafly did for people of faith by seeing to the demise of ERA. Do you know a college student expressing frustration with a liberal ideology and anti-Christian propaganda on their campus? Encourage them to join Phyllis Schlafly Eagles and other conservative leaders in Washington July 18 through 20 for the annual Phyllis Schlafly Collegian Summit. The conference is free to students who register at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. He was backwards, backwards, You need to prepare for what's coming if you're keeping score now. We had Janet Yellen, William Dudley, who's the New York Fed head. They're together. They're they're posing as, hey, we're 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 on crack. And I told you last week, I don't think that's really their plan. I think their plan was let's talk tough. But we can't raise rates anymore, which is that's a bad sign. And then you think about Kashkari from Minneapolis already said, "Hey, nope, I'm dis- he's already a dissenter on rate hikes." Now Evans says, "Hey, yeah, starting to question all of this." And then Rosengren, probably the biggest bear of it all, is worried about what is really going to come next, and actually warning. The insurance industry, you start thinking about all of these, these whether it be an annuity, life insurance policies, all of these things, and the dramatic effect that negative rates or lower falling rates are going to have. Because really, I mean, we're at 2-1 on a 10-year note. So when Rosengren says, hey, get ready, low rates and lower rates, is what he thinks is coming again, and you need and you you start to really start thinking about okay, wait a minute, what's happened here? And right now we we've got two Fed governors talking tough. We got three Fed governors saying not looking very good. Right, one of them dissented and said, "Hey, we shouldn't have even raised rates this time around." And, of course, raising rates, really, no one's paying attention anyway. I mean, they, they, they hit the gold market, and that's just what I, you know, uh, because they can, right? It's, it's, you can manipulate it. It's easy to manipulate. It doesn't take a lot of money, right? And they try to play up to the, the, uh, the old Federal Reserve has meeting. It has no meeting. It's lost its effectiveness. Look at the bond market. It's saying... Uh, now you're lying. It's really what it's saying. Nope. We haven't fixed it. Matter of fact, we've made it more risky because there's way more debt now. And you start to think about what could the ramifications be. I mean, if we went to zero last time, right? you know it's going to be what? It's going to go negative. And then you start thinking about how they change the laws on the money markets, right? In the breaking of the buck, and you can't sell if they say you can't sell. And now they come out and issue their warning 
to the insurance market, and, and yet the Dow's near all-time highs. Right, and then they'll come out and say, oh, we never saw it coming. And then, you know what, I'll be here saying, yeah, you kind of did. You really did see it coming. You just wanted to ignore it. And you can't afford to ignore your financial well-being. You just can't. I don't know how hot it's going to get here. It, 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 we'll see how it goes today here at the office. Uh, but if it gets super, super hot and it really starts to get bad, it, tomorrow will be a wait and see. We may be closing early, both today and tomorrow. But I wanted to, I'm going to do something, and Wendy talked about it as well. And we're going to do in the the it's her birthday celebration. She's eligible for Social Security on Friday, a big milestone. She's been here, you know, 19 years. She's been here. And, and we just wanted to do something incredible because, let's face it, I think a lot of people are already out of town, but if you're still here, if you're still listening, U.S. $20 Liberties and the St. Gaudens, either one. You can know the Liberties, of course, the 1866 to 1907, the Saints, uh, 07 up to gold confiscation in 1933, they are now considered a collectible after the Gold Eagle Act of 1985. And remember, when they confiscated gold in 1933, there was only one way you could keep it. As if you had collectible coins, it was the only coins you were allowed to creep. Everybody else had to turn them in. Uh, and the law still sits that way today. Now, I don't know what the confiscation order will be, but I do know this. In an IRA, if you open up an IRA, a hard assets IRA, uh, which we do, if you're interested in that, call us. We can help you. You're not allowed to put the old gold in there. And, of course, I'm like of the opinion of, well, that makes sense because that's one of the first places they're going to go. But U.S. Liberties in St. We had them on special yesterday at 13 25. Gold actually just went positive, just turned back around. Of course, everyone's digesting Evans and Rosengren's comments. Twelve hundred ninety-five bucks. That puts it at uh, fifty-one dollars over spot. If you mix them, you can match them. If you buy twenty or more, I'll throw in the shipping as well at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two, and and don't take my word for the need to be ready, the need to prepare. Think about what the Boston Fed governor said in Amsterdam today. I'm warning the insurance companies because I don't believe the next move you need to get ready for is for interest rates to go higher. I think you need to prepare yourself for interest rates to stay low for, a, well, a prolonged period. This is like we're in this environment, and really you need to get ready for interest rates to go lower. And in some cases, and I guess what he really said, shockingly lower. 
So these are the things, and when you think about what it is, when you're when you're buying gold, when you're buying silver, what it what it is you're really doing, right? You're trying to preserve your wealth. And when Fed governors come out and start talking about, hey, we're unsure, right? I was on board, but now I'm not. When they come out and say, hey, you know what? I think the next big move is not rates going higher. I think the next big move is another shock in the other direction and starting to call out specific industries. Could you imagine all of those? And and you remember the last time all of them were under, right? The banks were done. The insurance companies were done. The reinsurers were all out of business. And now they're talking about, and, and, and really, and probably just a shock to me to see how divided this Federal Reserve has become. Uh, but, but now you have at least, well, so you have one Fed governor who's already said, yeah, I voted against the, this last rate hike. One who said, I supported the first two, but now I kind of want to get off the ship. And now the other one that said, hey, guess what? Forget about higher rates. We need to start talking about what happens when rates go lower. You better get prepared, and I'm going to help you do it, practically giving it away. U.S. $20 Libs and Saints at twelve ninety five. with 
what's going on in the 10-year note and all the bonds. You know that there's $9 trillion worth of bonds trading at negative rates around the world. You never hear that anymore, right? They want you to pretend, right? They want you to forget that it's happening. And you think about all the things they're talking about. Oh, we're going to start selling the portfolio. Yeah, 4 $5 billion a month, right? It's, take them like, I think on their current plan that they released the other day, you know, it would take almost 50 years <laughs> for them to get rid of their balance sheet, right? It's all smoke and mirrors. And then you start thinking about the opportunity. You know, you got gold sitting here. We just had, right, gold just touched a new high for the year, what, a little over a week ago? Remember, uh, and then they had the the testimony from Comey, and they had the big, you know, $20, gold sold off $20 right before he testified, right? And then we had that horrible economic data last week on Monday and Tuesday, and gold was rallying back. And everybody thought, me included, that the Fed was kind of going to hedge its bets a little bit. And I really think all that's really happened is, again, Janet Yellen is not Ellen Greenspan. And they are misinterpreting. I'm, I'm still hoping. I'm, I'm a little worried. But I'm less worried now. After hearing Evans and Rosengren today, I feel more confident than ever. The Federal Reserve knows. They know. Things are not going nearly as well as they would lead you to believe. Now you find out that small business borrowing is slowing, right? You, and you start adding up. The retail apocalypse is only getting worse. Right now, Amazon's getting into the supermarket business. And, of course, who did they buy? The most expensive company out there. No one charges more money than Old Foods. I wonder what they're going to do. I'm curious to see. But how many more retailers are going to go under? How many more shifts are going to get closed, right? They talked about this manufacturing renaissance, and now all of a sudden, if crude oil drops below 40 and car sales keep going the way they are, that's the end of that renaissance. And then really what's in store for us in the second half of the year, and I've said it, and I've been saying it all year, we're going to see a lot more high, you know, even today. You know, gold's still up almost 10% for the year. It was up 9% last year. I mean, if gold went up 10% every year, right, for the next 10 years, you'd probably be okay with it. Unfortunately, I think that's uh, underly optimistic. But when you sit there and you start thinking about heroes, and I don't know anybody who was a bigger bull on raising rates than him. And for him to come out today and issue a warning to the insurance industry who handles all the annuity and the reinsurance and right all of that stuff and, and talking about, hey, you need to get ready. These low rates are, are here to stay, and, and they're probably going to go lower. And they use the word shockingly. I don't know what shockingly lower is. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to know. Uh, and at the same time now, they're talking about the need to repeal the debt limit, right? Why should we have Congress try to rein in any type of spending or have any meeting? Bigger debts forever, because they know. 
I think I can't argue with that. Might as well get rid of it because it's go. Listen, the debt's twenty trillion, and the next ten years it's going to be forty. Not because of uh, some horrific economic event. I hope that doesn't happen, but it's sure starting to look like it's going to. It's because of the fact that we made all these promises that we can't keep. All the baby boomers start hitting 70 this year, the first round of, uh, I guess, the official round of baby boomers. And, of course, that means mandatory selling of their 401ks and their IRAs. And I don't know who's going to buy it all. I, I really don't, uh, and that's what really has has a lot of people concerned when they start thinking about what is really going to come next. Have we seen the last rate hike? I don't know. Maybe there's one more left. Maybe there isn't one more left. But what does seem certain is a lot of people now are very uncertain about the direction of the economy. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on this Tuesday. It's hotter than you know what out there, and it's only going to get hotter. So we heated it up in here. $20 lives, $20 U.S. Liberty gold pieces and St. Gaudens gold pieces, either or, mix and match. Gold's at twelve hundred forty-four dollars right now, so that puts it uh, at twelve ninety-five, fifty-one dollars over spot. And when you think about historically where where the prices have been, it's incredible. You know, when gold hit nineteen hundred, you know that twenties were five hundred dollars over. We were paying like three hundred and fifty dollars over spot. Of course, no one was selling then. Uh, so to come in today and, and be able to buy them for this close to the spot price, it, it's, an, it's just an incredible opportunity. If you've never done business with us, we're not like everybody else, not even close. You just call the 800 number, and you just tell Wendy, I want the special. That's all you have to say. So just simply, how many would you like? One, 10, 20, whatever the number is. Wendy's going to give you the total, right? And you, you mail us a check. If you want to use your credit card, you absolutely can do so. Uh, it'll be $20 more per coin, $20 more per coin. Uh, you mail us a check. You put it on the credit card. Once we have good funds, we ship the product to your registered, insured, U.S. mail. It's just that simple. And we've been doing it that way for over 20 years. We don't call you, right? We we don't harass you. We don't have a, a boiler room full of used car salesmen calling you at infinitum. We don't bother you, right? If you want to do more business with us, again, you got to call us. If you want to sell gold today, call us, right? If you want to set up a precious metals IRA, call us. Uh, one of the things, you know what, and I'm working on it, I think, uh, hopefully Thursday uh, or Friday, I'm going to do a show uh, talking about uh, the older liberties and what dates to look for, and then also we'll do another IRA show. I've been getting a lot more questions again about these scam artists talking about storing your gold IRAs at your house. Uh, so we'll do another show. Matter of fact, I'll just put it in stone this Friday. 
going to happen this Friday. Uh, so if you're interested in IRAs uh, and wanting to know more, pay attention on Friday. But if you're looking to buy today, just just tell us you want the special. That's all. You give us your name, your address. You pay for it. We ship it. It's just that simple. Uh, U.S. $20 Liberties and or St. Gaudens at $1,295 a piece. If you buy 20 or more, we'll ship it to you absolutely free at 800-951-0592. Now, you think about it, I really thought the bottom was already in at the, the, the 1265 level. And now we're here at about 1245 and I still think, right, the, the bottom is already, I mean, the big bottom is way in, but uh, how much lower we go from here, I just don't see it. I know that they want to tell you how hawkish they're sounding. They didn't sound very hawkish today. And matter of fact, the most hawkish of them of all gave the most dire warning of all. Now it's up to you to make sure you're preparing. Call us, 800 951 Be safe out there. Don't go outside if you don't have to. Everyone take care. Have a great day.